It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. What's up, pet pals? Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, walk this way, doggy, kitty, horse, guinea pig, and yes, you, human. Our show today spotlights how you can participate in the world's largest pet walk with pet partners. And we also are going to spotlight a group from Las Vegas of therapy pets led by Sue Grunfest. Now, first, everyone, ready? Mark your calendars for September 24th. This is your invite to participate in the fifth annual world's largest pet walk. It's hosted by Pet Partners. This is a nonprofit group well known for animal assisted therapy work. And here today on our show to unleash these details is the national director of special events for Pet Partners. That's a pretty nice title. Let's (laughs) give it up for Ashley Drew. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> and also joining us from Las Vegas, one of the most active pet partners group, uh, or groups is Sue Grunfest. Hey, Sue, how you doing? Thank you for asking us to participate. We're thrilled. All right, let's get this walk on. All right. <laughs> so first of all, September 24th, no registration fee, right? Ms. That's Ashley? right. Tell That's us about correct. this. Absolutely. So the world's largest pet walk presented by Wellness Pet Company is always on the fourth Saturday of September. So September 24th, grab your walking shoes, grab your pets, your friends, your family, anyone and everyone to join. Um, There's no fee to participate. Uh, Fundraising is encouraged. And if you choose to fundraise, you do earn prizes and awards. Um, So we've got a lot of Oprah Winfrey with your free cars. (laughs) Come on. You get a pet bandana. You get a pet bandana. I'm in, I'm in. I'm donating after the show. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay. And so you can either register as an individual walker or you can form a team. And a team could be one person and their dog, or it could be one person and tons of animals. It's really up to you. I like that. And you're making it easy. We live in a Zoom universe. We live in a virtual (laughs) universe. And people can come from all over. Mm -hmm. So Tell us why you made it so easy. I mean, what's, you know, and what's your goal? What do you hope to raise? Absolutely. So our goal this year is to raise $100,000 and nice. we're nearly halfway there. We're almost at 50000 We've got about five more weeks to go. Yeah. Um, usually our walkers really start ramping up their yeah. fundraising in September. So we're really excited to see what's happening. And I believe Sue's team is actually in first place <gasps> right now. Sue, <laughs> shut the door, <laughs> put on the leash. What's going on? <laughs> I didn't know that. So tell us a little bit. Is it um, I want to make sure that your your group in in Las Vegas, um, it is I want to make sure the name of of what your group. I know it has love in the first part, right? Uh, uh, 
Well, we're pet partners of Las Vegas because we are one of their affiliates. But my original group was called Love Dog Adventures. And because we had high awareness with that name, we use it as our tagline. Mm-hmm. But we're okay. pet partners of Las Vegas. We just didn't want to lose how everyone knew us originally mm-hmm. to make the smooth transition. And I've been doing this over 25 years. And wow. uh, we've been in Las Vegas 15 years. Nice. Nice. So I know Benny. Benny is a is, is is your heart dog, right? Oh, Benny is so so special. He was here on my lap for a little while. He's now you know, <laughs> he's you acting like a cat. He's like I'm out of here. Chair behind me, you might see him. Benny is very special. He is 13. We do know his birthday, and I, he's my last puppy. I say I have him since he was a little over a year old. He had four homes already, and wow. was deemed unadoptable and out of control. And they called me in as a trainer to see what's wrong with him. And I knew I had to have him. Uh, he just was very misunderstood. And that's all the population he specializes in, teens at risk, mental health. Oh, excellent. Uh, yeah. Children on the autism spectrum. And then uh, it, within three months, he was the greatest dog in the world. Uh, registered at six months old, passed the test beautifully, renewed just this year at 13. And he is a uh, brain injury and stroke survivor mm-hmm. himself. So he's very... Um, motivational and inspirational and every Monday he's with my teens that don't have a lot of self-esteem and they've been bounced around and we just tell them the only home that matters is your last I was his last and they'll be a last for you I love that and a lamb be your own best friend he teaches them to self-soothe he teaches them that you don't have to be perfect he walks differently he's deaf now Um, he is my heart dog but I've had seven pet partner therapy dogs over the years, and they're all special in their own way. Well, we're going to dive in more about that. I want to make sure that people get the deets for September 24th. Um, if we could, Ashley, tell us where yeah. people can go to register. Absolutely. You can go to petpartners.org slash WLPW for World's Largest Pet Walk. Oh, that's easy. Um, and, yep. And then you can walk any day, any time, any place, any distance, because we've got therapy animal teams around the world. So we made it easy so that people can pick whatever is best for them and to celebrate the day. Well, I'm, I actually, in my life, I'm, I'm nowhere near um, you, Sue, but I've actually had five, I have had and currently total five therapy pets with different organizations, um, pet safety dog, Kona, 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 come here, let me see your nose, come here. Kona, she is also with me as a pet first aid dog because I'm a master instructor. The little one behind you, Emma, Emma, my Gemma. She just got her canine good citizen, so she's in the therapy training realm. And you're going to wake up Benny for you. There you go. Um, there is a therapy cat. This is oh, pet safety wonderful. cat Casey, and he wants everybody to know. That he is a long, lean, purring machine who has traveled by plane to 13 states to do pet behavior and pet first aid talks. I love it. And he says, we need more cats in therapy. Absolutely. We do. And hi, Ben. Is that Benny? Benny woke up. Yes. Hi, Benny. Benny, you're awesome. So all of you on YouTube. Tell your friends to go to fourleggedlife.com and they can see this wonderful pet fest we just unveiled to you. <laughs> but to our radio stations and our radio listeners, Miss Ashley, 
Yeah. What? I know there's a lot of dogs in the world of therapy pets, yeah. but tell us about some others. What's your, I think you have a, a fantastic nine. We do. That's what's really wonderful about pet partners is we register nine different species. So our species are as diverse as the people that we serve. Okay, and drum so, roll. <laughs> I think right. you've got this. Tell us what starting, they are. Yes. <laughs> starting from our largest to our smallest, we have horses, llamas, alpacas. We've got dogs, cats, mini pigs, birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, and rats. <laughs> what? Let's give it up for that. That order is pretty awesome. Um, I'm trying to show you some of our other species. Okay, we got about 30 seconds before we got to take a break real quick. But what are some of yours real quick, uh, Sue? Well, we've got Bunny. We have three rabbits, actually. All right, Here's good. Bunny. We have Scarlet. We have actually two mini horses, and we're going to have four before the year is out. Yay. Of course, a cat with no eyes. That's Tommy. Oh, Tommy. He represents pet partners beautifully. And one of our hairless guinea pigs. Nice. Yes. And then we, have, we had a full-size horse for a while, which was very wonderful. Oh, I love Move it. Over, Mr. Ed. Oh, I'm old. <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to be chatting more with uh, Ashley and Sue with Pet Partners and, and Nor after we take this break. So you guys, you know the drill. Sit, stay. We'll be right back. You need even more Arden Moore? We're online at fourleggedlife.com. And don't forget, we post all of our guest interviews plus lots of other goodies to the Arden Moore YouTube channel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm having a great time. I'm talking to two cool people from Pet Partners. Pet Partners, it's a national group, and it's all about animal-assisted uh, therapy, making us feel good. And we're going to dive into our brains now, the brain chemistry. Oh, my brain hurts just saying that. But, Miss Ashley, tell us the impact well-trained, mannered therapy pets can have on us humans because we live in a crazy time right now. I think therapy pets do a body and a brain good, don't they? Absolutely. The human-animal bond is such a powerful thing. And so many of you can go to our website to learn more. But research has shown that you know interacting with a therapy animal or petting a dog can reduce signs of stress, anxiety, uh, even PTSD. Lower blood so, pressure. Exactly. Yep. There's so many wonderful health benefits interacting with a pet. And plus, it just brings joy to your life. I mean, who can't smile when they're petting? I mean, I'm look, smiling I just, right now for you YouTubers <laughs> looking at Benny. Benny's I know. got a sure smile on his face. He's awesome. He does look like he's oh, smiling. I love it. <laughs> well, I think, though, we also need to let people know that what what's the lane for therapy pets? versus service animals or emotional mm -hmm. support animals. What, what's the difference so people can understand? 
Absolutely. That's a great question. So I think the simplest way to put it is that service animals and emotional support animals serve a one-to-one. Okay. So those pets directly serve that the people that they live with, whereas our therapy animals serve one-to-many. They go out with their owner into their community to bring joy to others' lives. Very good. Now, in my past, I've had um, therapy pets, but only cats and dogs. And mm-hmm. I noticed when my first therapy cat was named Zeke, because, oh, Zeke, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blew my mind. Hey, Zeke. She was a white and gray kitty. Now you, my ginger boy, pet safety cat, Casey, has been a therapy pet now for about five years. And he comes in to memory care centers Wonderful. wearing a cowboy hat, because we're in Dallas, in a stroller. And then he walks on a leash. And I tap a table. He jumps up. I say, sit, touch paw. Um, and I say, spin. Well, you're a cat. A cat's like, I'm going to sashay around a 360. <laughs> and every time I ask him a question with the therapy folks, he answers. So awesome. I love that. And then I bring in Kona, whose nickname is Ice Cream Kona. She's very oh. nice, nice Kona. Both of them are from shelters. I call them shelter alums, not rescues. Mm-hmm. But I got to share, and I'm, and I'm sure Sue and you both have some stories to share. <clears throat> we were making our about fourth visit to the Brookdale Center in Dallas. And there was one gal in the activity room as I brought Kona and Casey in. Mm-hmm. And I remember she had never talked. She sees yeah. them and she blurts out, Peggy loves Kona. Peggy loves oh, Casey. Oh and oh, my God. It, it made an impact on me. It made an impact on the staff there. It, and what's the secret power therapy pets have? I'm going to ask you first, Ashley, then I'm going to ask you, Sue. I'm sure Sue's got a lot of really moving and emotional stories from actual therapy animal visits, but it's just the human animal bond is absolutely so powerful. I, in, in my four years being here, I've heard so many stories similar to yours where there's people that have awoken from a coma and have pet an animal or had hadn't ever spoke or, you know, it's just, wow. yeah. I get emotional just thinking about it because it's just so incredible. You know, there's something about I think, for people's lives, animals and music that mm-hmm. even if folks are dealing with dementia or some other uh, age related issue, it's almost like it taps into something, a memory, a a joyful memory, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Wow. How about you, Sue? Uh, I'm looking at Smiley there. Benny. Benny. Benny, my nickname is Treat Lady. How you doing? I know you're deaf, but you know I said treat. (laughs) I think one of the senses that we overlook a lot in life is touch. Okay. Especially during uh, the time that we couldn't work and we were working outside Mm -hmm. or at a distance, we saw the real impact that that touch and speech, and as you say, the set all, all the senses. But there's something about an animal. I've had children, I work with forensic investigators doing interviews, tell Benny things they won't tell anyone else. They'll keep their secrets. We've had other stroke survivors um, tell me if Benny could learn to walk again, so could I. Oh, um, nice. A year old child who had a stroke, and I visited her every night for two weeks because they, she would not get out of bed. And I didn't tell her he was a stroke survivor at six years old, but she saw he sat differently and he was a little different. And I yeah. said, he's just like you. Uh, I work with children at risk, teenagers that are on the edge. 
They're breaking walls before I walk in. I have security in there with me. I've been doing this nine years every week and that hour. I've never had a child be rude, disrespectful, want to harm my animals. And I brought them all through even my four pounder. Wow. And I learned that animals have feelings and they are misunderstood sometimes just mm-hmm. like you. That's the biggest issue. They are not what they do. They are who they are. And we teach, we do the process sessions. Um, we also had an aphasia patient who spoke one time when I had my little Kirby and we had one gentleman after weeks and weeks and weeks, we walked in, he said, Oh, that's Kirby. I lost it. Totally. He related to the dog so much more than any human. And yeah. maybe because they're just so vulnerable and they're unconditional. They don't, care they are, it's, it's power to the paw. And I'm not right. taking that lightly. I, I yeah. think they, they have us at bark, meow, whinny, whatever a guinea pig makes a sound like, or an at, or a llama, or a... It's a cute little squeak. <laughs> oh, is it? When you talk about the other species, I see it a lot with seniors and um, my hospice patients, especially if their sense memory was growing up with horses or cats, oh, other yeah. species, a bird, that's who they need to see because it will trigger through their body mm. in a different way than even the greatest dog. But when we bring in a horse and we bring in a cat, especially... It's a different relationship with a cat for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, people and your dog people, and they're yeah. all good, but they say Benny's not for me. Oh, I want yeah. a cat. Benny's, Benny doesn't take us. But I think it is good. It, it's There's a lot of dogs in th- the therapy world, mm-hmm. but we we have about a minute left before we take a break. What is it? What is something that a cat can bring to a therapy? Uh, benefit let's go with you first sue i feel like i'm in on uh jeopardy sue for 200 (laughs) if you are a cat person you know we always say dogs think they're the boss but cats know they are and (laughs) there is a different strength of personality even in the calmest cats because our cats are calm they walk on a leash they're not going to climb hiss scratch they're like dogs but there is a personality of strength in a cat that Mm -hmm. i think is different and it makes you want to work harder. I like that. Now, before, yeah. we got 30 seconds before our break. Ashley, what's your take? I'm a cat person. So I yeah, just, and I, I, I understand love... you've got a cutie pie. What is your kitty at home? Uh, we do. My daughter has a hairless cat. So we have a sphinx oh, named it. Cupcake. Um, There's no frosting on that cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's just, it's nice for people, you know, that do have other, you know, favorite types of animals, but also for people with various allergies too. having the other species Mm -hmm. is also really good because again, more people are able to interact and experience the benefits of interacting with a therapy animal. And so that's really where other species come into play. Hey guys, we're uh, speaking with uh, Ashley Drew of the national group pet partners and Sue Grunfest, who is with the local chapter in Las Vegas. We're going to learn more about how you can participate in the world's largest pet walk after we take this break. Sit, stay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm in therapy, and I need it. And it's good therapy because it has fur, feathers, and maybe whinnies. It may meow. It may bark. It may purr. Whatever. But two and four and two, three and four leggers, the therapy pets, 
they're like, oh my gosh, they're like better than uh, having a hug and a cup of cocoa. Wouldn't you say, Ashley? 100%. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get the deets again, because I don't want people to forget why you guys are here. We need to raise money for Pet Partners, a nonprofit group, but we need to get our walk on. So humbly, tell us again some of the main points. So after the show, people are going to flock Winnie her bark over to your site. Yes, trot on over to ah, there you go. Pet there you partners. Go. See, it's contagious. I'm getting all in there. W- WLPW uh, for World's Largest Pet Walk. Um, it's free to register. It's inclusive to anybody and everybody. So tell your friends, tell your family, register your pets, um, and just get involved. It's just a wonderful way to celebrate the human-animal bond. And we've got teams all over the world. We've got people that are registered in India and Greece, down in Argentina. And we've got almost, um, last year we had, I think, 48 of the 50 states registered. Um, So we've got walkers from all over coming together and it's just absolutely wonderful. And you can share your pictures and videos through our fundraising platform. And we just absolutely love to see it. The main, the main site of course is petpartners.org, but let's Mm -hmm. break it down. It is free, but we're hoping people Uh are going to donate and it is a tax deduction. So I know there's different uh, things that people get for based on. You've got like a $30 inspire hope. Can you, do you have that rundown of what, what each donation would do? If not, I have it in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) You can certainly go to our website and read about all the wonderful programs that Pet Partners supports. And so through the fundraising efforts, it really supports directly the therapy animal program and underwrites a lot of the costs for our therapy animal teams to be registered and insured. It creates new programs like our animal assisted crisis response, which is a really... I want to... That's the other thing. I want to dive into... You think of therapy dog or cat Mm -hmm. or llama, and sometimes (laughs) you're thinking they're just in a hospital or they're at a school, Mm -hmm. uh, and they are goodwill ambassadors. But it seems like in 2022, we have uh, Therapy Pets 2.0, wouldn't you say? (laughs) So can you kind of identify some of the areas that they're there for? Because crisis response, reading, um, reading. you know, going to senior center. I mean, there's the list, you know, people. You name it. Our teams go there for sure. But there's special training and certain pets seem to be better uh, to go to one group than the other. So can you help people out that may think they have a cool pet that may make a dynamite therapy pet, but how do you kind of figure out where they're, where, where they will blossom the best? Absolutely. Sue, do you want to take the lead on that? As an yeah. evaluator, you you see so many animals yeah. and you help train and get folks ready. We also structured our program in Las Vegas is very broad. We serve areas. We've created programming that no one else did before. We let the animals in where no one else did. And when someone starts to come on board and they've taken pet partners handler course and then they take the training course and they pass their evaluation, they start shadowing. Last night I had someone come with us to one of our group events. And they see what the different activities are and what's required. Because don't forget the human animal uh, end of the leash has to be comfortable. Yeah. You yeah. may not want to do hospice. You may not be comfortable mm-hmm. in life. Or and, your, and your dog or and cat, your dog or cat or, will right read that, you. smell Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then you want to see, will my dog lay there for an hour and have a child <laughs> read to them? Or should I do something a little more active? So they, we have a big mentoring and shadowing program and no one goes anywhere just on their own the first time. 
But one of the strengths we have, and there's two areas that um, really differentiate us. We are in Las Vegas. We have a lot of conventions and conferences mm-hmm. and the big casino properties. And we, we lost and Elvis impersonators. Everywhere. You're not in Vegas unless you see a bride of the slot machine and Elvis. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we do a lot of employee wellness. We're, we're in the kitchens mm-hmm. of uh, a major casino Christmas time. Uh, we're with the staff. They're having a hard time. And part of um, what we think is really, really valuable is even before we knew we were a crisis team, we had the world's greatest crisis on October 1, five-year anniversary coming up. And at 4.30 that morning, I was deploying teams. We had 400 hours of volunteers. And, and just, time, as, as Sue, we do, I know the date and what has happened, but for the others, tell them what happened because that was horrible. That was the music festival harvest, uh, the music festival um, outdoors and over 58 persons were killed and we had many, many more injured uh, active shooter. Every facility in Vegas was employed, but we went places no one else did. We went to see the performers who had to do a show the next night. We went to the newspaper and spoke with the girl who picked up the phone, the first call that knew this was happening. We went to the 911 dispatchers because they were, um, and it started after that, um, we changed the model a little bit when COVID came about and we Mm -hmm. couldn't be in person. So we started doing shift change at our partner hospital. And uh, And what does that mean, uh, Sue's shift changing? Six in the morning, six at night, as the uh, nurses, doctors, employees were leaving or coming on staff. We were outside, socially distanced, masked, um, thanking them for being there. And that has continued all these years that we still do that. I love that. We weren't allowed inside. So when we finally were allowed into first emergency, a little room, and then the lobby, we were there last night in the lobby, six animals, including a bunny. Greeting everyone, thanking the staff, you're going home, you're coming in. That's become one of the things we're known for. Uh, And we'll do 10 o'clock at night with um, one of the other first responder groups. They worked Mm -hmm. 24-7 in this town. So I could be asked to do an employee wellness visit at 9 o'clock at night because that's when they're there. So we do that. You know what, Sue? That is fantastic because what you're just sharing is that therapy dogs, pets, all of the ones, the nine that, that Ashley has right. named, they, they're diverse and your mission is now diverse. Absolutely. And I mean, I think, you know, we've talked about the pets, but let's go to the other end of the leash and the person for both of you. First, you've done this for a while. So what makes a good therapy person with a pet? Well, it starts with, do you want to be a volunteer because it is a volunteer activity? Do you have the time? But it's really sharing your relationship with your pet. It's a different yeah. kind of volunteer activity than any other. Yeah. Because you are not just handling the other end of the leash. Our volunteers are not sitting on their phone away from the. Thank from goodness. The we <laughs> yeah. are part of the process. We are part of the interaction. Um, and you, that's why it's important. You know, I love doing hospice. I've done end of life calls. That's not for everyone. My mm-hmm. dogs will lay on a blanket on the bed forever. And I don't mind being there with the family. It's not for everyone. You have to know your capability and your yeah. limits. And you get so much more out of it. Last night was just fun for us. We do things that are very serious all week. I hear things I can't share with you. I can't share the names of the places I've been. Certainly can't take photos. 
but last night was just fun. And that's a reward for my volunteers. When they sign up for our group events, which I have a whole calendar, at least four or five a week that they could come to, they know they're going to have a good time. Hey, everybody. We're speaking with uh, Sue Grunfest. She is uh, head of a very active uh, therapy group with pet partners in Las Vegas. And we've got the uh, national director for special events for pet partners. That is Ashley Drew. We're going to wrap this show up after we take this break. Sit, stay, get your therapy pet on. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Have you missed any of today's episode? Well, stop chasing your tail. We post past episodes and full-length video versions of our guest interviews on our website, fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Welcome back. Hey, are you guys learning a little bit more than you thought about therapy pets? Um, I'm telling you, back in the day with my first Chipper and Zeke, uh, Chipper was a very hairy um, <laughs> husky golden retriever mix. I swear I had to bring a little mini vac every time we came anywhere. But her name was Chipper because she had a big grin. And Zeke was this petite little white and gray kitty. Um, and uh, she had been uh, rescued. You know, another important role that therapy pets play is for for folks that have been um, been abused or bullied. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to kind of jump over to Ashley first. But I mean, I think it, therapy pets today are so diverse, right? I mean, they're going they to are. college campuses. You they know, do. There's, there's oh. a new type of canine police dog that's like a therapy pet. So tell us a little bit about that, that diversity. Absolutely. Yeah. Our therapy animal teams do go all over. So right now for us in Arizona, it's back to school time. And so our therapy animals will go and do stress relief as students are going back to school right now. I know some are still, you know, dealing with COVID and social distancing and masking. And so having the therapy animals are really great. Um, Down in Tucson here, we also, we have canines that are registered through pet partners and that get deployed. Um, to certain situations where they need to have a therapy animal. So we do have a lot of um, officers that are registered with us. Um, We have teams that go everywhere. They go to schools, they go to hospitals, retirement facilities, and then kind of like what Sue was saying, we even do corporate well-being. I like Um, that, yeah. You know, so like farmers insurance for the agents that are, you know, dealing with, you know, crisis and disaster and all sorts of things. The animals will go there and the staff will get to interact with them and enjoy the benefits of interacting with a therapy animal. So and, we, and we I serve know anybody who could benefit from it, really. There, <laughs> there are different things that each species has to accomplish to be a therapy pet mm-hmm. and have that uh, backing. And they are insured, which is really good. Yep. Casey, my cat, had less to, to go through than Kona, my dog. I think there's nine or ten things they have to pass to get their mm-hmm. canine good citizen but then you have to shadow. And is that right, Sue? There's different requirements because they got to kind of be like something could happen and they got to recoup real quick because life happens, right? Well, various programs have various requirements and um, pet partners is considered the strictest of all. We have 23 Mm -hmm. elements that both the handler and the animal 
have to pass. Um, in addition to taking, uh, we now refer people to our wonderful online course rather than sitting in a room if you don't have the time <laughs> for all those hours. It's hard. Especially you have an town. online, yeah. Yeah, in a, in a town that has people working shifts. And that's handler information from HIPAA laws to hygiene to really understanding your animal. So yep. it's a little more intense than perhaps other programs. But I think people see the difference when we're out in the field, mm -hmm. not just the behavior of the animal, but the engagement of the human. We have an anti-bully program in Vegas that is just starting I love that. again, which is in great demand because it's all through the animal. Do animals have feelings? What's the difference between teasing and bullying? Oh, good. Do you, what do you see when you look at Benny? You can't see. I that see anymore. love. You I see joy. See, right? You don't see a, a stroke survivor. You don't see when you look at Tommy, he has no eyes necessarily. We, we teach them inclusion and understanding. And so we have a lot of healthcare and educational programming that is unique to us and others can share because we have a mentoring program among the programs that the community part I'm really proud to be involved with. They just gave me three teams to help help guide the way. So we're very big on sharing what we do. It's not just only Vegas can do this. Now, how many, um, about how many people are active in the, in the Vegas group? Cause you seem to be one of the biggest ones. Well, we're not the biggest in terms of numbers and I don't like right. to say because it's always changing. I have classes every few months. We did lose quite a lot because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but you're on the rebound. Pass away, age out. I just heard from one of our teams that we love. We got them situated with a group in Florida. We had about six that moved other places thinking for a few weeks, but stayed there. We were able to hook them up. That's the beauty of a national international program. Yeah. It's not local. They said, I'm now here in XYZ. Who can I talk to and keep volunteering? So we're yeah. really proud of that. And, and if I may ask you, um, if I may ask you, Sue, uh, what made you, what were you doing before this? Were you a brain surgeon? Did you sell pizzas? What, what did know. you do before you were <laughs> become Even such a, a devote? My story has been shared. Um, it now would be uh, 26 years. I went through a major illness when I was uh, younger and spent um, a very long time in a hospital and a very long time recovering my life. And when I got well enough, I was already on the board of directors of an animal welfare organization, uh, but I didn't have my own pet. I lived in Manhattan. I was a corporate executive, traveled a lot. I had a very fast life and couldn't have a pet, but I worked with the shelter. I was there all the time. And um, when I got well, I said the first thing I want to do is get a dog and become a therapy team. And wow. my first dog was Coco the Love Dog. That's what we're named after, a big white poodle. And it changed my life because I do believe without her, 26 years later, I'd still be sitting in my nightgown on my couch. I'm, she got me out. Pause up, Coco. Pause up, Coco. When you, um, I've met with people, uh, very few people have gone through what I have, but they've had similar long-term experiences. Find your passion. I still work for 15 years planning my early retirement. And I work, they let me work four days a week and three days a week I volunteered and learned how to do all this. You can change your life because part of what you do pays the bills and part of what you do pays the soul. Yep. And all my volunteers work. That's why it's really hard for midday, midweek. They all work. Yeah. Yeah. Very few retirees or, you know, and uh, it was my passion. And I do think Coco saved my life. And then I had to share her. I love that. I love that. And Ashley, uh, we did want to mention you said her first name only, but give a shout out to the president and CEO of Pet Partners. Absolutely. Annie Peters. 
All right. She is an incredible lady. And you also have uh, a few sponsors and it's okay. You can say their names. Go ahead. (laughs) Some of the big ones. Uh, well, for the world's largest pet walk, which is what we're here sharing about, this is the first year that we've had such a wonderful response from corporate support. And so Wellness Pet Company has come on as our presenting sponsor. Um, and Sue and I will actually yeah, be uh, going to their booth at Super Zoo oh, in just two weeks. Um, in Vegas, baby. I've been yeah. there. I can't yeah, make it this it. time. Um, I have an excuse. Funny. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I actually teach. I'm a master instructor in pet first aid. I'm doing a 16-hour instructor training program two day, over two days uh, when it's right during Super oh, Zoo. So oh, well, I didn't pay you. attention to my calendar, <laughs> but I'll be there next for, time. We'll yeah. be wellness pet with um, several of our animals each day from 11 to 1. That's so nice. So let's go. We got, I got a couple minutes Absolutely. left. We've got the wellness pet company. Who else? Yep. We've got Blue Shield of California is a titanium sponsor. They uh, <laughs> up their sponsorship this year. So we're super excited. They've been wonderful supporters the last three years. And then Dog is Good for Good um, is a great foundation uh, I love, and clothing I love company. Yeah, and so they're, they're back for a second year as well. We got to get the deets one more time. You all can participate in the world's largest pet walk, September 24th. You need to go to petpartners.org. And then what's the other site there, Miss Ashley? World's largest petwalk.org. Okay. We'll both take you to the same place. And then I want you after the show to go to, um, is it, uh, let me get this right. I think I got it. Petpartnersoflasvegas.org. .org. Yes, that's right. And oh we my gosh. Earlier because it was more convenient for us on the 18th. Yep. And, and, and we told all of our team members last year during COVID, we had six humans and four dogs on an empty college campus, not a car in the parking lot, not a soul on the campus. This year we have another location just for our team to walk, but anyone can walk at any time yep. up till the 24th, send us your videos, send us your photos yep. and make a donation. And we just chose a date that worked better for us. All right. That sounds yep. good. So everybody you've, you've got the, the deals, you got the details and you've, been hopefully your ears and your eyes have been feeling that compassion from the two, three, and four, four-leggers that are therapy pets from horses to rats. Did I do that That's right? right. Ashley? Yes. Yep, good. exactly. Oh, oh, you got it. All right. Hey, everybody. That's it for our show today. Big old pause up to our special guests. We have Sue Grunfest from the Vegas Las Vegas group of pet partners and Ashley Drew with the national group. She's the national... Director of Special Events. And Field Development. And Field Development. Don't forget that. Um, I want to give a big, uh, a big shout out to our wonderful sponsor, Tevra, the makers of great products. T-E-V-R-A brands.com to check them out. And hey, I'm thanking you, Pet Pals, for tuning in. And for all you stations airing our show coast to coast. So until next time. This is Arden Moore saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, pause up! Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week. 